You're listening to the Word Live International Outreach Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, visit wordalive.org. We hope you enjoy this message from Kent Maddox. series Rise and Walk and we looked at John chapter 5 and we looked at the man at the pool of Bethesda. If you weren't here it's worth watching online and he was actually lame sitting at a pool and he had been there for 38 years. Jesus shows up and says do you want to be made well? He says yes. He says take up your bed and walk. Interesting part I want to go on today. He was there for 38 years. Somebody say 38 years. Well, if you understand prophetic timing and you understand this prophetic month, that number 38 is very important because this month of Av is a month where we move into this understanding that this was the time of year biblically where Israel was poised to go into the promised land. They had, God had brought them from Sinai. They'd been on a two-year journey and their position ready to inherit the very promises of God. And in this month, the month of Av, they stood there ready to go in for what God had promised them, but they believed an evil report. They sent spies in and the spies came back in and they said, oh, the land's great and there's a lot of fruit there, but there's giants. And it says they were afraid And because they were afraid, that spirit of fear, because they were afraid and saw themselves as grasshoppers and saw their enemies as giants, they rebelled against God. Can you imagine that? God said, I'm ready to bless you with the promised land. And they rebelled against the goodness of God because they were afraid. And it says, of course, you know the rest of the story. God sent them back and for 38 years, they wandered into the, through the wilderness until a whole generation died and they went in. They received a curse instead of a blessing and for 38 years wandered. And to this day, the month of Av historically in Chuck Pierce's book, Time to Advance, it's so powerfully depicted. Now for centuries, every time the ninth of Av, which is this month comes around, there's destruction that happens to the nation of Israel. It's happened every month. And it continues to happen even, even, even in our day. If you track it, uh, in 587 BC, on the 9th of Av, the day that they didn't go in, Babylon destroyed Solomon's temple. On the 9th of Av, AD 70, Romans destroyed the second temple. In AD 135, the Jews were defeated by Rome, all on the 9th of Av. In AD 1095, the first crusade was launched and killed thousands of Jews. In 1290 AD, the Jews are expelled from England. In 1492 AD, the Jews are expelled from Spain, all on the 9th of Av. On AD 1492, the Jews were deported from the Warsaw Ghetto to the death camps. In 2005, uh, on, on, on Av 9, the expulsion of the Jews from Gaza. On and on and on, you can see history that a curse is operating. And every time we get into this season, what God intended to be a blessing became a curse. And so here's what's interesting. Every year we get to choose. Do you want to move in obedience and get a blessing or do you want to wander around in another curse? And I'm not saying God curses you. It's just when we, when we go against God and what he does, we automatically move into a curse because anything outside of the will of God is not blessed. Touch about three people. Say, I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Tell them, I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. 
Now, I'm not, and I don't, I'm not trying to educate y'all in one day about this, but it's time to grab a hold of this concept because it's very, very important. Of means father. It's where we get the root word sire or desire. So what is the desire of the father? Third John 2, 3, beloved, I desire that in all things you should prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. For I rejoiced exceedingly when the brethren came and bore testimony that you walk in the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. It's not truth that makes you free. It's the truth you know. And so it's important that we understand what the truth is. The truth is God has predestined you blessings that you didn't even know about that once a month through Rosh Kodesh and the new moon, you can tap into God's blessings through obedience and giving and aligning with God and you can break out of cycles of destruction and move into cycles of God's blessings. Touch four more people, say, you about to get blessed. Touch two more and say, if you don't want it, give me your portion. Here's what excites me about this month. The, the Hebraic alphabet is tet. Tet, let me show you a picture of it. And it actually means a womb. A womb. This is the month where the seed of God's word that's been sown into you, you start to show. How many know you can be pregnant for a while and you don't even know it and you don't even show? This is the month that you start to show. You start to show something's changing on the inside of that person. Why? The Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 1.23, your new life is not like your old life. Your old birth came from mortal sperm. Your new birth comes from God's living word. Just think, a life conceived by God himself. That's why the prophet said the old life is a grass life. Its beauty is short-lived as wildflowers. Grass dries up, flowers droop, but God's word goes on and on forever and forever. Your new life in God has been conceived by the word of God. You cannot fail because it says every word that comes from God is like rain that waters the earth and a word that comes from God will not return to him void. You have no choice but to do God's will cause the seed of God's words inside of you and the enemy may try to steal it, may try to stop it, but I got good news. I've watched grass grow up through concrete. Why? Because once that seed takes hold and that root grabs hold, it'll break up through anything that's trying to hold you back and stop you from God's purposes or plans. There's nothing more powerful than the word of God spoken by God's people. God's moving. Now, isn't it interesting that right now in this month, and y'all can just give, give you know, whatever attention to this you want to. I give lots of attention to it because I'm looking at the heavens these days because it says the heavens testify of the glory of God. And over our church was this cloud formation in this season. Let me show it to you. Do you see that? Like a baby in a womb. Something's happening. 
I said, something's happening. Reach over and put both hands on your neighbor's belly and say, something good about to come out of you. Tell them, something good's about to come out of you. Here's what's, here's what's exciting to me. Some of you have been sitting here for a while. And you've been coming Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. And you've been believing God to change some things in your life. And you've been believing God to move in, in your life. And you, you're sitting here, but you don't feel like anything's really happening or anything's really moving. But what you don't realize is Sunday after Sunday, as you've worshiped and you've given and you've received the word of God, that seed of God's purposes and plans have been deposited in you. And the Bible says the kingdom of God is like this. It's like somebody who sows the seed and they go to sleep and they wake up and they go to sleep and they wake up. And they don't really even understand, but all of a sudden they wake up and the harvest is here. Touch six more people say, get ready for your harvest. Tell them, get ready for your harvest. The tribe this month, Simeon. Interesting enough, Simeon is the only one of the 12 that didn't get a blessing. He didn't get a blessing from Moses or from uh, Jacob. Messed up. Now, good news is in the end of his life, he found some redemption, but he's the only one recorded that didn't actually get a blessing. Now, that you could preach a lot of topic on that. Here's what I want to focus on because I believe here's what the Lord's been talking to me about. We got to make sure that we let God deal with roots in our lives. Quit focusing on the fruit and let God get to the root. I don't know why this has been my lot for 10 days, but I've been pulling weeds. So that gets given to me as my lot here as we're getting a property ready for y'all to come back. Somehow, probably because they're not skilled enough to do anything else. There's your job, Kent. You pull those weeds. I'm like, okay. So, you know, with weeds, it's funny. Some come up pretty easy. Like, I love those kind of like, oh. But then some, you know, they're there. And so what happens is you pull the top part off and it looks like they're really gone, but actuality, it's still there. And then a few days later, after a little bit of rain, it just comes right back up again. And they usually have thorns on them is right. And so God keeps speaking to me about roots. See, I'm convinced what happens is through words and trauma and disappointment and failure, what happens over time is if not dealt with, then what these, these seeds what happens is these seeds come falling off these words and they get in us and they find a place and they develop a root. It's all through the scriptures. And I was having a conversation yesterday and what's, what's amazing is if you don't deal with your root, it doesn't just affect you, it affects people around you. Because we got to think about Thomas yesterday and somebody mentioned, they said, this such and such guy, we really need to pray for him. We really feel like he's got a root of bitterness. 
And I said, how do you know that? They said, well, we don't know for sure, but it, there, there's trouble all around him and it seems to affect a lot of people, not just him. I opened up to Hebrews 12 and it says something like this. It says, be careful and watch out for each other lest a root of bitterness spring up causing lots of trouble and defiling many. And so we've got to let the Holy Ghost dig out the root that's in us of discontentment, bitterness, roots of iniquity. Some of us are just repeating the sins of our moms and dads and forefathers because we've never allowed God to get to the root of the iniquity of generationals past and let him pluck that root. So you didn't want to get in the sin, but the root was in you and it's generational. I got good news. God can even go back in your generational past sins and pluck out the root that's in you and move you into freedom. Hebrews 12, 15, make sure no one gets left out of God's generosity. Keep a sharp eye out for weeds of bitter discontentment. A thistle or two gone to seed can run a whole garden in no time. Watch out for the Esau syndrome. Trading away God's lifelong gift in order to satisfy a short-term appetite. You well know how Esau later regretted that impulsive act and wanted God's blessing, but by then it was too late. Tears or no tears. Good news is we all gonna go to heaven. Well, I hope. I mean, some of you, I'm not sure about you. Some of you, I'm not sure about him. But I mean, no, I believe that. I believe God's grace and God's salvation through Christ is cosmic. But I believe a lot of us are going to get there and be disappointed. Because you're going you're to look back and see what you could have done and lived while you were here. See, I, 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 don't, I don't believe I can lose my salvation, but I believe I can forfeit my destiny. I can, I can live outside God's ultimate blessing. And see, I think maybe, maybe let me just pause here a minute. Maybe some of you just don't know how, maybe some of you aren't willing to make, make these steps of obedience because you don't know how powerful the blessing is. When I'm talking about blessings, I'm not talking about just, you know, well, you know, God blessed, blessings, you know, you know, blessed and highly favored. Blessing. Isaiah 51 says, God called one man, Abraham alone, blessed him and made him a nation. In other words, he didn't have nobody's help, just God's blessing on him and made him a whole nation. You, if you let God's blessing get on you, you can't stop you. You can't stop your family. You can't stop your business. You can't stop your, you get, you get up under God's blessing. It says when God blesses you, God will make you rich and add no sorrow with it. It says something like this, you'll be the head, not the tail. You'll be above only, not beneath. You'll be blessed coming in. You'll be blessed going out. Everybody around you counts you out, but God counts you in. And all of a sudden the blessing moves you up and out of where you're at to where you're supposed to be and you stand there and testify I got here all by myself just God blessing me favoring me moving me into this place by the Holy Ghost you see the Bible they got so hungry for the blessing what, what was it one of those boys Abraham Isaac Jacob 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 lied to get the blessing. 
He understood the power. Now, I don't understand all that, but he wanted it. See, sometimes I think us church people, we just sit around like, well, praise the Lord. No, I don't know. I'm after it. I know, no, I said I'm after it. I'm after the blessing of the Lord. I want to live in the favor of the Lord. I want to walk, I don't want to walk in and somebody say, he blessed. Why? I don't know. He just, I feel blessed every time I get around. Whoa, I'm blessed. He feel blessed. 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 There's a power in blessing. Some of this is what God blesses, you cannot curse. Devil's like, I try to get him, but I can't get to him. Why? He's living under a blessing. I tried to steal their marriage, but I couldn't get them to do it. I couldn't get them to give up. I couldn't get them to not quit. I couldn't get them to not work it out. Why? They were living up under a blessing. I tried to steal their children. I tried to get them on drugs. I tried to send them to prison. But every time they got there, somehow God delivered them. Why? I have never seen the righteous nor their seed begging for bread. Somebody shout bless. The devil is a lie. He telling you you're not supposed to be blessed. You're not supposed to be well. You're not supposed to be healthy. I say the devil is a lie. I break every bit of false theology that's tried to teach you sickness is a blessing. Sickness ain't a blessing. Churches preach that. God blessed them with sickness. Then why is the same church building hospitals? If, if sickness is a blessing, I mean, if, did, did quit building hospitals. If God's given sickness, why are you trying to take it away? It don't even calculate. Why is God building hospitals? Because he's trying to get every measure known to you to get you well and get you healthy. And get... The devil is a lie that you're supposed to be broke. Jesus commanded you, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, bless nations. How are you going to do that if you're hungry and broke yourself? Touch three people, say, make room. I'm about to expand with abundance. Tell them. Don't look at me with your religious eyes. It's okay if you get offended. You're not giving anyway. Come on now. No, I said the devil is alive. I refuse to pastor this church and allow the devil to lie to God's people and try to keep you oppressed. I'm here to prophesy. You're about to get up and out of a narrow place and walk into a place of abundance. Constellations, Leo the lion. The righteous are bold as a lion. 
Amos 3, a lion has roared. Who can but prophesy? Who will not fear? Look at, put that up again. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord has spoken. Who will not prophesy? Who will not prophesy? I said it last week. Quit allowing your circumstances to challenge your prophecy. But use your prophecy to challenge your circumstances. And I'm, when I say prophecy, I'm not, I don't mean just somebody stood and prophesied to you. I'm talking about when you're reading the Bible and all of a sudden you get a promise. That's prophecy. So what do you do? You take that promise and you begin to declare and you make that promise known to the atmosphere and you begin to speak the blessings of God and you begin to call those things that are as not as though they were. And you begin to challenge, and I, look, I'm, not talking, I'm talking to you from experience. There's some things I've been up against for like eight years. And every day I've got the opportunity to choose. Am I gonna, am I gonna believe that or am I gonna believe what God said? I'm not here telling you all my life gets right, you know, through the microwave. I'm like you, I got some things I've been standing on for eight years. Every day, come on now, I'm not, I say every day, that I open my eyes, I have to choose. Am I gonna believe what I see or am I gonna stand on God's word? And I'm like you, I bitch and moan about it sometimes. Touch your neighbor, say it's all right. I'm not saying I'm perfect in it. I'm like you, I, I start moaning. Unfortunately, Bev takes a brunt of it because she's about the only one I get to moan to. So I'm moaning, yeah, how long? It's relentless. How much? That scripture, he'll never put more on you than you can bear. I'm like, I don't even know if I believe that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's gotta be, mis that's a false translation or something. I, that ain't true. I just don't seem like it's true to me. I call, I'm like, you said you'd never put more than can bear. I've been past bearing. I'm, you know, I, you know what I'm talking about? But the Lord's so good. He's so good. So what happens? He brings us a month. And I got up this morning, I got a hold of it, and I said, all right, what's this month about? And I started looking at this, and I went to Deuteronomy 1. And that's the story you ought to read this week. And it's about Israel who was at the promised land. About to go in. And it was like the Lord was speaking directly to me. And I had such conviction. Because it says something like this. It says, they saw my works for 40 years. And refused to enter in. Cloud by day, fire by night. Manna. Oh, it was the wilderness and it wasn't what they wanted. And it wasn't even where they were going. So you don't have to wait till you get to the land of abundance to enjoy God's provision. And I'm like, Lord, it's been so tight for so long. And the Lord's like, have you lacked anything? I'm like, no, but... Why does it have to be at the last minute? <laughs> Lord's like, some things you just don't need to know. 
But I felt this morning I had to repent. Because I used to read about Israel. And I used, to, I used to think about, how could they do that? How could they see God deliver them out of Egypt? How could they see a fire by night and a cloud by day? How could they see bread fall out of heaven? Come on, I'm talking about waking up every morning with egg McMuffins, foom, 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 foom. falling out of the sky. How do you doubt that God? How do you doubt that God? Until my own life. I can tell you how God reached down and delivered me from drug addiction. I can take you to the place in the time where God spoke in a crowd of 2,000 people and called my wife and I into full-time ministry. I can tell you story after story after story how we had no way out or no way through and every time God stepped in at the right time and made us right where we're supposed to go. I can, I can recount all these many, many things to you today, yet in my own life I stand and still doubt, is God really gonna do, sue, say or do what he says? Is, really, is God really gonna fulfill his promises. And so what happens? I get down like you do. I get discouraged like you do. But then God brings me to a brand new month. His mercies are new every morning. And God says, yeah, you may have bitched and moaned at it in the last season. You may have not have done all right, but here's the good news. My mercy is new for you this month. Read the story of Israel. Tighten your belt. Get your boots on. You stand. Whose report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe my report? Or are you going to believe their report? And now a boldness comes up in me. And the root of doubt and unbelief gets plucked out of me. And the seed of purpose comes back alive in me and I stand looking at my giants and I say I don't come to you in my own strength but I come to you in the name of the Lord I am entering in and I will fulfill my purpose come on somebody Woo. touch eight people say don't get so excited Last one, then we're, going to, then we're going to bring first fruits and give a shout. The sense of this month is hearing. Hearing. We've got this outline available for everybody, by the way, so you can have your Rosh Kadesh meetings. Hebrews, here's what it says. Now, if we can only keep a firm grip on this bold confidence... Touch somebody, say you about to get your confidence back. I got a word for somebody. Devil can't steal your calling. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how long you've been out of it. The callings of God are without repentance. He called you from your mother's womb. It hadn't changed his mind and he won't ever change his mind. But he can, the devil can steal your confidence and keep you from walking in your calling. I know a lot of called people ain't walking in it because they lost their confidence. Enemies are always trying to steal their confidence. But it says if we just hold on to this bold confidence with a firm grip, knowing we're the house, 
That's why the Holy Spirit says today. Somebody say today. today. Please listen. Please listen. Don't turn a deaf ear as in the bitter uprising. That time of wilderness testing. Even though they watched me at work for 40 years, your ancestors refused to let me do it my way. Over and over they tried my patience. As I was provoked, oh so provoked, I said they'll never keep their minds on God. They refused to walk down my road. Exasperated, I vowed, they'll never get where they're going. They'll never be able to sit down and rest. So watch your steps, friends. Make sure there's no evil unbelief lying around you that's gonna trip you up and throw you off course, diverting you from the living God. For as long as it's still God's today, Keep each other on your toes so sin doesn't slow down your reflexes. If we can only keep our grip on the sure thing we started out with, we're in this with Christ for the long haul. These words keep ringing in our ears. Today, please listen. Don't turn a deaf ear as in the bitter uprising. For who were the people who turned a deaf ear? Weren't they the very ones Moses led out of Egypt? And who was God provoked with for 40 years? Wasn't it those who turned a deaf ear and ended up corpses in the wilderness? And when he swore that they'd never get to where they were going, wasn't he talking to the ones who turned a deaf ear? They never got there because they never listened and they never believed. Hebrews 4 says they didn't mix their hearing with faith. See, you can sit here and I, you can hear what I'm saying and never receive it because you don't mix it with faith. Action, movement. So in this month, it's important. We can choose to receive a curse or we can break a curse. We can choose to believe God's promises or we can turn our deaf ear to God's promises. And we definitely can choose to enter God's blessings. And so this month of Av, which has become a generational curse for the nation of Israel, was actually intended as a blessing. And so when we in the Messiah, because it says, cursed is he who hung on a tree, that we might be free from the curse. So now we have the power and the privilege to take a month that was destined to be a curse and turn it into a blessing. This is the month that we can turn from the, uh, the cycles of destruction and break into cycles of God's blessings. I feel like we're on the edge of something just busting loose. Spiritually, financially, physically, well, it's obvious. The spiritual part's obvious. People are walking in. TJ's changed. I said he's changed. Luke has changed. People's lives, I'm changed. You're changed. Church is changing. And so now all God says is, honor me. Honor me. Honor me with your time. Honor me with your giving. Definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So for some of you, you've never stepped out in faith to say, I'm, I'm gonna bust a seed. Doesn't matter how much, be a dollar. 
gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I'm acting. I believe this word. I preach in churches that when you believe, they get up and walk down and give while you're talking. It, 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 it's, it's awkward, but they, they want to act quickly. I believe that. And so into it. I don't understand all the way this first root stuff works. All I know is God said every month, if you want to tap into this prophetic flow and anointing, then do it. Don't come empty handed. Give a first fruits offering. But even more importantly, it says, then gather together. Gather together. This is the week, the next few days around this month, find yourself in a group. If you want to flow with God this month, find yourself in a group hosting a Rosh Kadesh meal. Why? Jesus is going to turn up. And then your gifts are going to be activated. And then you're going to prophesy. Your gifts are going to move and flow. God's going to do something supernatural in your life. This is the time we're poised to go in and receive some major promises from God. Don't let your circumstances dictate what you do in this season by faith. It's, it's what Chuck Pierce is prophesying, the dire straits, the tight place. This is that month where we squeeze through a tight place out into a place that we're actually securing the future year supply by how we move in this, in this, in this time and, and receive God's blessings. Amen? Come on, let's stand up and get ready to get ready to receive. Oh, Jesus. Just before we move in our giving today, and then we're going to release the sound of the shofar on it. We're going to give up a shout. Father, I just believe that this month is a very significant month. There's so many of us that have believed for a good long season about your promises being fulfilled. Lord, we believe that this is the month that what's been sown in us, we're pregnant with it and it's gonna come forth. We believe that. Lord, we believe this is the month that you reach down to the roots of those things inside of us, discontentment, disappointment, disillusionment, confusion, doubt, unbelief, and you literally pull it out from the roots. And that the seed of God's word sprouts up and brings forth the fruit it was destined to bring. And Lord, that the, the anointing of the lion, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. We thank you that the prophetic voice from heaven now releases a sound into the spirit that opens and unlocks doors so that we can enter into this new place in this new season. So Lord, this month we choose to believe by faith your promises. No matter what our circumstances are saying, no matter what our, our situation is dictating, we refuse to live by what we see. We walk by faith, not by sight. Why, Lord, you said without faith, it's impossible to please you. But if we come to you, we simply believe that you are God 
and that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. We believe as we stand on this word that we're moving in, rise up and walk in our inheritance, in our blessing, that this month supernatural things are gonna transpire in our lives and in our families as we move by faith into a new level of your blessings. We believe for that and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name and everybody in agreement said? Amen. We've got leaders at each section with a basket. We want you to move now. If you don't have a first fruits offering, and I'm not teasing, touch your neighbor and say, I got to have a little bit of cash because I got to give something today. Tell them, I got to have a little bit of cash from you. So I got to give something today. Come on, let's move in our giving now in Jesus' name. We unashamedly come before you say, We're looking for a blessing. We need your blessings, oh God. God, we, we need your blessings. We seek you, we seek your blessings today. We seek them for our families, we seek them for each other. We seek your blessings to rest on every household in this congregation. We seek your blessings to rest upon this church. We seek your blessings to rest upon the families of this church. We seek your blessings to rest upon our state. We seek your blessings to rest on every church in this state. We seek your blessing to rest upon our nation. We seek your blessing, oh God, unashamedly. We need your blessing. Oh God, we need your blessing. Lord, I'm reminded of Jacob who said, I'm not gonna let go of you till you bless me, Lord. I'm not gonna let go of you. I'm gonna wrestle with you. I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna stay till I'm living under a big blessing, Lord. I'm reminded of Jabez. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Enlarge our territory. Put your hand on us. Keep us from evil that we won't cause pain. It's okay to ask for a blessing. God, we all have given by faith today. We've some out of our need, some out of our abundance. We've brought an offering. Why? We need a blessing. We're not buying it, we're believing for it. We believe your word that you said honor you with our first fruits and you would bless us. It's as simple as it gets. And you would bless us with not just resources, but supernatural things that resources cannot provide for us. So Lord, we just declare, can you just hold somebody's hand beside you right now? We just hold hands. We just say, God, let a supernatural blessing rest on us this month. May every time we turn around, somebody's telling us how they got blessed, how their marriage got healed, how their body got healed, how their bills got paid, how they were able to support missions, how, how somebody got saved or a gift of the Spirit started functioning or, or anointing came on them or, or a mantle fell on them or they had a dream or they had an angelic encounter. Lord, may everywhere we turn this month be a blessing. What the enemy meant for evil, God, you're turning it around for good. So Lord, we just thank you now that we release the sound of abundance. I hear the sound of abundance. And Lord, we thank you for this shofar. And we thank you, Lord, that when we blow it, devils hear it, angels hear it, and demons flee and angels get activated to move on our behalf. And so we say now in the name of Jesus, we just release the sound of this so shofar. Come on!
we believe it, we step by faith into this brand new month and we declare your blessings over it and we thank you for it in advance in Jesus' name and everybody in agreement said amen. Somebody, somebody, somebody get blessed this month. All right. Thanks for listening to our Sermon of the Week. Visit wordalive.org for more content from Word Alive International Outreach.